Linux Games Podcast. The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which everyone, total meritocracy, everyone, regardless of size, amount of money, regardless of amount of developers, and prospective sales, if you have a game, and it is good, then get time and it will thrive, and you will be rewarded. It's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news, we have the latest titles that we are interested in, of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews, and then we have, of course, everyone's favorite, the deals, uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode number 418 of the Best Linux Games Podcast, being recorded for you on this Sunday, the 30th of October at uh, 15.48 p.m. Pacific Coast, left coast, coast for the most time. Crack Engineer Ivor Molina, wapow, over there in the booth, holding up the whiskey sign. Cheers, Ivor, you're fired. Mmm. Uh, it's good. That would, of course, make it for our sequel friends, 2022-1030-1548. Let's get straight to our top stories. Uh, first off, happy birthday to the ARPANET. Uh, October 29th, 1969, so yesterday, uh, at, uh, I think, 11 o'clock at night. The Linux Epoch began. Uh, the first attempt was partially successful. The first remote attempt to connect to one mainframe to another was partially successful. It was uh, recorded in the logs, the paper log, as LO, and then the system crashed. They rebooted both ends of it, and the first thing to ever go from computer to computer was the word login. Yeah. 
So we always like to mark that anniversary. Um, second off, uh, happy Halloween, everyone. Hope you guys, that's tomorrow night, I think. Uh, or it might be tonight. I, I always get confused and I, I really don't care because I don't dress up. Um, but happy Halloween. We're not doing a super Halloween themed episode this week because I'm still off my medication. So it's going to be a shorter show anyway. Our feature, which is coming right up, right at you, right in your face. We were going to talk more about Marauders. We were going to talk more about Potato and Warhammer, Shooters, Blood and Teeth. But really, I just want to talk about Cosmeteers and get the fuck out of here. So, I have War based him with the feature. Oh my god. It's Melivian's Never gonna let you down. I can read your mind. This week's feature. I can't read you. I can't read you. I can read your mind. Take it, Spooky. So, our feature this week is a. Oh my god. It is endlessly buggy, but it is so much fun. It's not just buggy, it's crashy. At least on my machine it is, and I've tried everything to fix it. Not everything, but I've I've tried a lot. I've ran it against a bunch of different Proton versions and blah, but it's called Cosmeteer. Uh, oh, shit, what's the full title? Uh, Starship Architect and Commander. It's This is just a feature. We'll have a full review eventually, I'm sure. It's still in early access. It's $17.99 uh, for the next 18 hours, but uh, after that, it's, you know, 20 bucks, nineteen ninety nine. What is Cosmeteer? <clears throat> Cosmeteer is a top-down space exploration, mining, combat, ship design, command and control game in an open sandbox-ish kind of universe with advanced capabilities for your ship design and uh, uh mm crew management and etc. But it's all in a top-down format, so it makes it kind of like Faster Than Light, but if Faster Than Light had no deadline, and you could just go mine shit for forever and occasionally get into combat, or just go and fucking kill everything you see. Um, one of the interesting things about Cosmeteer is that you <laughs> see that my allergies are still fucking crazy bad. Um, it's like this false spring is happening in Vegas right now. It sucks. Um, one of the interesting things about Cosmeteer is that it combines all at once this very advanced seeming, quote unquote, seeming, um, spaceship building mechanic, spaceship, spaceship architecture mechanic with one of the most ridiculous conceits I've ever seen in a space game, but it makes it work really well. Fundamental to the operations of your ship are your crew. Your crew are not only required to go EVA to gather and harvest stuff from the ships that you destroy or the mine or the asteroids that you mine, but they are also essential for running each individual element of your ship. And they do this by running from the power core reactor, which powers your ship, they have to go there, they have to get a power core packet thing, and they run back 
to whatever system it is that they're in charge of, be it engines or whatever. And the game does a very good uh, job in general of automatically subdividing your crew into whatever it is that you're doing and adjusting them accordingly. You can get as your ship gets bigger and bigger as you expand and expand and add more capabilities and functions to your ship uh, from which range from storage to individual factories to mining lasers to combat lasers to individual thrusters the thruster model is very much like um, other games in the genre where like directional thrusters are necessary on the left and right and if you want to have reverse, you need thrusters that face out the front, and you need, if you want to go forward, you need thrusters that face out the back. Um, it's also deceptively simple, but uh, this whole idea of this power cycle thing of your guys running around inside of the ship shuttling these power cores to individual ship systems and then operating them is very funny and very fun to watch, actually, in a weird way. In fact, a lot of the game is very fun to watch. Even though it's not impressively beautiful, uh, my ship is ugly as hell, but we can haul fucking tons of ore. Um, And the tutorial does a pretty good job of jumping you into the game. Uh... As you discover new stuff, new tutorial items will pop up, and they're very short, concise, and generally pretty good. There are a lot of bugs in this game. It's still very much in early access. I get the impression that this is this guy's first game. Um, But what I like to do, I'll just tell you what I like to do most um, in Cosmeteer. I'm not a big fan of combat, because like combat is... To me, less good than here's the path I followed. I played for seven hours, and this game I have to I cannot emphasize enough is so crashy on my system. It pushed some updates that have made it a little better in the three days that I've had it. But I save literally every two minutes. I do a manual named slotted save because you it sucks when you get lost and it does suck to have to do that. But it sucks even worse to not be able to play the game, and it sucks even worse than that to lose what you've done if you don't fucking, you know, build that muscle memory. I'm sure that they'll fix um, uh, that in the coming days. But there's also some other bugs, like some systems don't operate the way that they're supposed to, and sometimes your crew gets confused, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, so here's the bottom line about what I've been doing in Cosmeteer. I got a Class S ship, which is like a big ship as my base ship. It's got some guns, it's got some armor, it's slow. Um, blah. I did a bunch of bounty missions, I killed a lot of people. Um, got the rewards, started learning more about the game, how it worked. BM mining asteroids, got a mining laser. One of the cool things about mining asteroids is, or mining anything or salvaging anything, is your entire crew puts on EVA suits and actually flies out there. They're tiny little pixel people, 
but it's still really cool to see because eventually like when you get to where I am now you have you can deploy swarms of these motherfuckers and they just rip apart everything and I have a mining laser now so I wanted to do mining because I like mining and mining's relaxing and this game is very apart from the crashes extremely seductively relaxing um, with just enough exploration and combat just enough resources just enough everything to where you, you just you know you you feel uh, you feel really comfortable and safe playing it while stoned you can pause the whole thing whenever you want you can also adjust the, the speed of the gameplay whenever you want like if you have to fly a long distance unfortunately adjusting the speed of the gameplay up to 8 seems to be one of the things that causes it to immediately crash after you try to go back down to 1 so I don't do that anymore I just like if I have to go for like a 10 minute trek across the galaxy I'll just do that when I have to go uh, you know put a pizza in the oven or whatever or do something else. Eventually, like, you know, if if we make contact with something, uh, it makes a klaxon sound, makes it go whoop sound. Sometimes it pauses the game, sometimes it doesn't. So I feel okay with that. Mm. It's better than it crashing. I save before, during, and after long journeys. I save after I've mined any asteroid so there isn't a persistent economy in this game. So what, what I what what I decided I needed to do was one, I need to increase my crew because I want more of those guys going out there in swarms. I want them more of them to be able to stay on board and run the rest of the ship or whatever. So I began I popped open the ship editor mode and I added a couple of bunks to add some new crewmates. And I added them in the wrong places. And eventually, the ship builder thing is not as intuitive as they make it look. But eventually, you kind of get the hang of it. Inventory management is probably the biggest downfall of the game, other than the crashing and the bug and the bugs. Um, but anyway, so then I went back to a space station. And I hired hired up some new crew because I had enough reputation points. More people wanted to join my crew from all my bounty missions. And then uh, we just started becoming a mining crew. And that meant adding storage and expanding hallways and stuff. Right now, I'm trying to add a factory. I'm trying to save up to add a factory. Because um, right now, like, I need a new space station because I flooded the market with iron and um, copper. Mining is kind of... It's not tedious. It's just time-consuming. Uh, and it's not intense. Nothing about this game is intense, which is one of the things I like about it. Um, and there's there's a terseness to the... to the... I don't know if you call it a story, but like the tutorials at least, there's a terseness to the way all the information is presented that is very refreshing. It's not trying to immerse you in like this fucking far-flung science fiction futuristic world in which we explore space and blah 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 blah. It's more about like resource gathering, upgrading your ship, managing your ship. I just added a ton of thrusters to my ship, which require coils and steel plates. I want to add, so now I can go 90 meters a second, which is great. It's still really slow. Uh, I haven't changed my weaponry from the original configuration other than adding the mining laser. 
Um, but now my crew's up to 24. And one of the cool coolest things about the there's a lot of cool things in this game that are like in the details. Like when you go to like offload and sell all your uh the shit that you mine to a space station, you hail the space station, they like, oh hello. And then you have like the menu for the space station. And one of them is, you know, the buy and sell menu. If you're close enough to the space station when you're adding upgrades to your ship, you will automatically buy the components needed from the nearby space station, which is also really cool. Um, I think that the space station that I normally go to is oversaturated on iron and copper right now, because they won't buy any from me, which means I have a full, I have like 20,000 units of iron and copper copper in particular um, and I can't get rid of them it won't let me eject, d- discard them it won't let, it, it, it's all broken in a weird way I don't understand it but uh, so I need to find a new space station that'll buy that stuff from me but yeah I can do about 15,000 credits per run and a run takes about you know 30 minutes with my crew of 24 it's awesome because when you do trading with a station uh, it sends it's robots out to cl- if you want to sell stuff it sends its giant goon swarm of robots out to collect stuff directly from your holes and you see the you see where and the holes are where they are on your ship so like and they have like a, a vertical hatch and the bigger ones have like a huge vertical hatch and if you want you can actually zoom into the interior of your ship and see the individual stacks of the actual commodities that you have fortunately they need to work on a better way of ejecting your shit that you don't want. Because it's impossible to do. You have to do it stack by stack, and even that doesn't work a lot of the time. But the same thing goes for when you're buying stuff. They have to deliver. You send your you send your crew over there to collect the stuff, and so it might take multiple trips to collect all the stuff that you're buying, depending on how much you're buying. And then it takes time for the credits to transfer which is really cool. It's it's very relaxing. This is not an intense game. And then you can, once you've emptied your inventory or bought up enough steel plates, then you know you go into the ship edit mode and you add stuff to your ship, and then you go on another mining run or bounty run or exploration run or whatever. And there's a job board on each station. And there are different galaxies. And there are there's hyperspace. You need a hyperdrive and there's wormholes and stuff like that. And the progression is very smooth, except for the crashing. And uh game has a ton of potential. It it says that it's going to support mods. I don't know if that's through the Steam Workshop or not, but if it's through the Steam Workshop, this game could go very far. Also, in terms of your crew. If you want to get really anal, you can actually set up task lists for individual crews, and you can break individual crew members, and you break individual crew members into members of certain squads. So, like, if you want, you can have, like, an engine squad, and you can, and just based off of a rank priority number, 10 being, like, the most important, and then everything else below that, you know, blah, it's hierarchical. You can assign what what that crew is going to be tasked with this stuff gets pretty interesting also in terms of combat it's not just you know bang 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 it is pretty much bang 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 but uh, 
When you get close enough to an enemy ship, you can select individual components of the ship. You pause it and select an individual component of the ship to focus your fire on. I generally go for the reactors on smaller ships, but sometimes it's beneficial to take out um... Sometimes it's beneficial to take out weapon systems if you're really getting pummeled and then go for the reactor core. Also, you will take damage. You have to repair your ship and stuff like that, but it's pretty easy to do. Um, And then you get to salvage the wrecks, and the wrecks are great. What I really want to do is add a factory to my ship so I can manufacture steel plates, because after I can do that... Then, which is very expensive to do. It's like 28,000 credits, which is like four runs, I think, to leave me without being broke. But, uh, yeah, we have a good cruising speed. We have um, a big crew. We have a lot of storage space. We can do about 20,000 units, you know, credit units of ore per run. Um... But I, I just need to find more places to sell the ore. Exploration is fun. The ships can get enormous and complex. So you'll hear more about Cosmeteer in later episodes. That'll do us for this week. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Happy uh, Halloween. Happy birthday, ARPANET! And I will catch you next week. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I, E.B. Farnham. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to see. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy, yaddy, oh. Four or five times. We're going to have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Bebop three. Yaddy, yaddy. Four or five times. Matt Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farnham. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. The best Linux games podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. For details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. Hello, great. 
justice.